Let there be Sarah. Let there be Boyer. Let there be Clint. Let there be sports. Let there be rock. Ah, yes, it's already a Thursday, almost to the weekend with KGB Mornings. Sarah Boyer and Clint coming up at 735. If you can beat Boyer, you'll win a pair of Power Trip Festival tickets. Good luck, though, because he's on a roll. (laughs) He's seven weeks straight of winning. Uh, Something in me tells me today's the day. Today's the day. Uh I mean, I got to say that. Even if I don't believe it, I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to put it out there. You're done, Boyer. You're done. Or... Or you're not, and you win eight, and I hate life. <laughs> she is throwing bad mental juju your way. Much as I love you, so am I. I want, one, I want a listener to win today. And in fact, dinner and a movie could be yours at 9.05 with the news quiz. And remember that you also are going to have opportunities for Guns N' Roses next week. I know it's early to say that, but that is huge coming to Snapdragon Stadium in San Diego. All right, last I saw you, sir, Clint August, you were running out of this studio to run home because you had poop water invading your entire house. Yep, my wife and I were sitting in poo. What happened and what is going on? So first of all, thank you to the listeners because when you rallied to them, they called and you know tried to help and offered assistance and all that. So I went home. And my poor son, Gavin, who I made fun of on the air for not knowing how to shut off the main water valve. My fault as a parent for not teaching him. Just reset. You got a call in the middle of the show yesterday. I did. I got a call in the middle of the show from my son, Gavin, going, Dad, it's leaking. What's going on? I don't know what to do. So I walked him through it in between us talking live on the air. That's what was going on behind the scenes. So finally, I bolted out of here. And when I got home, uh, he had cleaned up the mess pretty well. But because it is poo water... It is a level three contamination. And so uh, thanks to Boyer, actually, and another buddy, James, they separately said, hey, why don't you call Stanley Steamer? I didn't even know they did that kind of stuff. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah, I thought it was just all just regular steam cleaning. They clean things like that up with level three contamination. Anyway, they came super nice guys. Took them a few hours to really clean the mess up. I'm sure. I mean, that's all. I would think a few months or years. Yeah, so it turns out that, you know, I've got to obviously go through insurance and all of that, and they're going to come back and do the demolition, then we have to have it all rebuilt. So there's probably the entire, not probably, the entire bottom floor, we need new flooring. Uh, We're going to need probably drywall and 50% of the bottom floor. And, uh, you know, the bathroom and all of that. It's... That's what I get for pooing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the one time you make it in the toilet and then it just gets to come right back up. It's like, what is this? <laughs> They're not just a morning show. They're a support group for people who can't function without caffeine. KGB Mornings with Sarah Boyer and Clint. 101.5 KGB. Oh my God. We're starting talking about my poo water yesterday and I just get a text from my wife that says, Honey, pay the cable bill. It's shut off. What a day so oh, far. Clint. All right, I know. You're still holding strong that Monday Moron title. <laughs> All week long. He's no moron. He's from San Diego Sports 760. Big Rich, TD, and Fletch in for the sports award. It's Big Rich. Yeah, Um. so the Padres won. And oh, yeah, that's right. What was the similarity here? They won. We were at the game. So had they invited us to every single game this year, at very least the home games, they'd be... 81 and 0 at home. Hello. Um, so there's that. During the game, we were sitting uh, in, in in the higher deck, so we couldn't see this, but on field, Padres reliever Robert Suarez was ejected for having sticky stuff on his left wrist. 
Uh, he was throwing a pitch right before the eighth inning, and the umpires came out and checked him out, and they're like, "Yeah, no, you're you're done." That's you're- not fair. I'll no. tell you why we missed this because Big Rich, TD, and Fletch are like shoving peanuts in each other's throats and <laughs> trying to play catch and basketball with that. Big Rich shows up with like eighteen beers in hand. They're loud as hell. They're almost falling down the stands. That's why we missed most of the game. Oh my god, yeah, I did almost fall over this onto that lady in front of me, yeah. and then. <laughs> And, that, and so I apologize for that. And then Ben was trying to throw kettle corn in the air and, and have it land in my mouth. That didn't work. It landed on the lady. I had to apologize again. Uh-huh. Yeah, we were... We, I mean, we should have probably gotten thrown out of the game for <laughs> sticky stuff because that's that was us. That I'm was sure us. the big head in the building here at iHeart is going to be talking to you later today. Um, representing well. She was there, so she she witnessed the whole thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know. Um, also, the competition up in the Bay Area in the San Francisco 49ers backup quarterback room is officially over. The 49ers are going to be rolling with Sam Darnold as their number two behind starting quarterback Brock Purdy. So that was confirmed by head coach Kyle Shanahan yesterday. The team is going to explore options with Trey Lance, the number three overall pick in the 2021 NFL Draft. What's crazy about this story is the fact that Trey Lance... I mean, you have to go back 40 years to find a first-round pick who is selected as high as Trey Lance to have to find somebody who had less of an opportunity to prove themselves at the NFL level. I mean, he's appeared in four games. He's gotten hurt. He, he hasn't been healthy, but he's appeared in four games. I mean, it, mm. it's it's just it's unbelievable. It's like the fall from grace. And also, by the way, the pumpkin spice latte. Yeah. That you delivered to me this morning. Oh, yeah? I mean, I don't even know what to say. Did I make dreams come true I mean, today, I, I, I'm caffeinated. I'm happy. <laughs> it was delightful. That's you what I'm drinking. Right, I was drinking it right in front of you, oh and my. I thought you were going to be jealous. I didn't know she brought you one as she, well. Hand-delivered in I, through the studio over uh, San Diego Sports 760. I thought you guys would keep this to yourselves and not wrap me out. The, Boyer, how's yours? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? <laughs> Awkward. I think I pissed Sarah off at one time or another. I need a drink taster. I'm not taking any chances. Stream us live on 101kgb.com while you're working and the iHeartRadio app. Boyer and Clint, remember on Tuesday I shared a list of things that we were sure people only pretended to like to look cool and not hurt people's feelings? Yeah, caviar, artwork, that kind of crap. (laughs) Who gets art? Well, yeah, now it's time for the movies. This is a list of the most overrated movies people think others only pretended to love due to the hype. Once again, I'm completely offended by some of these, and you will be too. And then they nailed some of these. This one, I think you have said this before, Clint August, Avengers Infinity War was totally overrated. Agreed. I think it was more hype than it was delivery, and I think people are just going, oh, I got to be cool because it's in the series. It's Marvel. So there you have it. All right. 1983's Star Wars Episode Six: Return of the Jedi is on this list of the most overrated movies. Mm, I disagree with that one. Return of the Jedi? Yeah. No. I like it a lot. I know. It's like all the other ones, right? The yeah. first three. Exactly. All right. How about this one? The Silence of the Lambs. Oh, oh, hold on. That's a great show. It's got suspense. Are you a great big fat person, Boyer? Yeah. (laughs) It puts lotion in the basket. I put the lotion on my skin, at least in one very small place. (laughs) 
This one is so rude. Frozen. Frozen is not overrated. Frozen is not overrated. It is a great movie. It is a great soundtrack. How dare you? Stop looking at me because you don't want my answer. What about this one? The Greatest Showman. Did you see this, Clint? I know you didn't see this, Boyer. I saw five minutes of it and uh, isn't that Hugh Jackman? Yes. I love that guy, but I wanted to just... Honestly, off myself after about five minutes, I couldn't handle it. Oh, no. Couldn't do it. Oh, no. Couldn't do it. I still love it. How about Avatar? Another one on this list of the most overrated movies. Avatar was so good. I'm saying this to you right now. You're just a moron if you don't think Avatar was amazing. You don't get it. Haven't seen it, stupid blue people. Not (laughs) interested. (laughs) All right. How about this one, Chris Boyer? The Shining, another most overrated movie. Oh, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Red rum. Right? Come on. That movie was insanely good. This the one of the most iconic scenes yeah. in cinema history with Jack Nicholson crashing through the bathroom door going, Here's Johnny. Yep. All right. Yeah. How about this one? I feel like we're gonna agree on this. Maybe I'm wrong. Force Gump. That was really it was really long. It was too long. It was too long. I don't know if we're friends anymore. Oh. <laughs> wow. Mama says. Stupid is is what stupid does. Mm-hmm. That is such a good movie. Okay. I heard somebody say the special effects were so good, they actually had a, a shot of Lyndon Johnson smiling. Wait. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <Ugh>, God. <laughs> Moving right along like that never happened. Jaws. Oh. No. No, no. Even today's standards, that holds up. That is unbelievable. Who put, what list is this? Um, a, mo- a, movie li- a movie list from a movie place. Look, did you shark- make this up? I did not make this up. Bruce was stupid. The shark was stupid. When you saw the shark, you weren't scared. It, the gift to them was that the shark failed most of the time when they were shooting the movie and they just had to use the music. When you saw the shark, you were not scared. A quote from the boy who literally never stepped foot back into the ocean after the movie Jaws, sir. Never did. It was the music. Oh, it was the music. <laughs> Think of it like this. They make traffic jams seem like a welcome break. KGB Mornings with Sarah, Boyer, and Clint. 101.5 KGB. 735, you better be listening for Beat Boyer, because if you can do that on the 101.5 KGB, we're going to have your one-day Power Trip Festival tickets coming up. Good luck. All right, I have what? I'll say don't make your plans just yet. (laughs) (laughs) And so the trash talk begins. All right, I have one more movie for you on this list of movies that people say, those are totally overrated. People only pretend to like those movies to be cool. Clint August, may I present to you? The Notebook. Oh, uh, are you kidding me? That's on the list. The most overrated movie. Okay, I'm offended that's on the list. That is the world's most fantastic chick flick that every dude should watch. Oh my God, it's a stool sample. Oh my, have you seen it? Yes, I lost a bet and had to watch the damn thing. And James Garner's in it. How do you not like that movie? It's a shame. It's a sham <laughs> that he would stoop to such filth. You know what? I think secretly you're in love with Ryan Gosling and it really, really scares you. I think that's what's going on. Oh my God, where'd you pull that out? All right, all right what, what about Rachel McAdams? Dank crack. <laughs> Did that theory come from? Whatever. I got one, Sarah. Yeah. And I'm embarrassed to admit it, but I'm going to say it. Pull my man card now. Fight Club. Oh, no joke, Brad Pitt. You think that's overrated? I do. But guys love that movie. Maybe I'm not a dude. What is wrong with it? <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, coming up next, we are going to jump into round one of the Crackpot News, which can mean dinner and a movie for you later this morning if you're listening closely. And I'll tell you why Kevin Hart has ended up in a wheelchair right after the Scorpions on the KGB. Stream us live while you work all day at 101kgb.com and on the iHeartRadio app. Right now, it is time for Sarah's Crackpot News. You know, it was a rough first back-to-school week for a woman named Kimberly Coates in Oklahoma. See, Kimberly is a third-grade teacher. Have, oh. have you guys ever been surrounded by third-graders for a few days? Yes, when I was in third grade. <laughs> <laughs> it's like herding cats. Yeah, it can drive you mad. Mad enough to get drunk at school, which is exactly what Kimberly did. Uh-oh. Kimberly was arrested for allegedly drinking and being intoxicated on the first day of school. And here she is getting shook down by the superintendent. How much you had to drink? I drank last night. There's no way you drank last night. Well, I did drink last night. Did you drink at school is what he's asking. Tell us the truth. I didn't drink at school. You blew two times the legal limit. Do you drink often? Unfortunately, yes. Yes, okay. Yeah. I'm not trying to insult you. I'm just trying to understand why. No, no, I'm seeing a counselor. Uh, My juice? That there is wine. She's lied and lied, and uh, Mr. Ogle found a cup that had wine residue in it on her desk, so... Wow, getting called out. Mm-hmm. So Kimberly was arrested and is expected to be charged with public intoxication. Boyer, have you ever reeled in anything that was not a fish during Free Fishing Friday? Yes. What was it? A rock. <laughs> that must have been a tough fight. <laughs> I actually caught a rock. <laughs> How about a wallet full of thousands of dollars? Oh, I'll be out there Friday. Wish me luck. Well, <laughs> you might want to head over to North Dakota because a North Dakota teen boy reeled in a wallet loaded with $2,000 while he was fishing. And then this wonderful boy found the owner and returned all of the cash. Here's Connor Halsa and the Iowa farmer who lost the wallet talking about what happened. I thought I had a big fish and I set the hook really hard. My cousin Brandon opened the wallet up. He said some words that you probably shouldn't say. He said that there's some money in it. The odds of ever finding a billfold in there, I don't think there would be a number. To meet people like that, that's that honest. And I tried to get them to take the money. They wouldn't do it. I would take Connor for a grandson any day, and I'd fight for him any day. Wow. Good boy, Connor. What a loser. Keep the money. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, speaking of losers, I want you to think of one of the dumbest ways you've ever injured yourself. And now I'm going to make you feel a lot better as you listen to Kevin Hart explain how he landed himself in a wheelchair right now after losing a bet. Ladies and gentlemen, the age 40 is real. Respect that age. (laughs) And I don't want you to be alarmed, but I'm in a wheelchair. I'm in a wheelchair. Why? Well, because I tried to jump out there and do some young stuff. Me and Steven got into a little debate. Steven said, Kevin, ain't no way you're going to beat me. Steven is an uh, ex-NFL running back. I said, Steve, you can bet it. He said, bet. I said, bet. We get out there. We go run the 40-year-old dash. Tore my lower abdomen. My abductors are torn. I don't even know what that is, but I tore them. (laughs) I can't walk. This is 44. Why did I even race? What was I thinking, son? Got to be the stupidest man alive. That is why he is so funny. Did you hear him say, not the 40-yard dash, the 40-year-old dash? Did you catch that? Oh. So Uh, good. Oh, Kevin. Hopefully you recover. But you will never be the same because, yeah, it's never never going to be the same. All right. That is a wrap on round one of the Crackpot News. We'll be back at 9 o'clock with round two where we will send you to dinner and a movie. 
like a bad improv group. They never seem to know what they're doing, but they have fun anyway. KGB Mornings with Sarah Boyer and Clint. 101.5 KGB. Big Rich Sports Report coming up in just a second here, but uh, go ahead and brag, Boyer. You're going to try to beat Boyer in just a few minutes at 735 <laughs> for those Power Trip Music Festival tickets. Here he goes. Uh, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> what are we coming up on? 9, 10, 11? Okay, I don't know. so I'm... settle down. You're at 7. Yeah. After 7 comes... 8. There we go. That's and, a good boy. He knows how to count. it's not coming today, my friend. Not the day. Doing better than the Padres. Oh, boy. No, ah. the Padres are awesome. And speaking of, <laughs> Big Rich is in studio from San Diego Sports 760 Big Rich TD and Fletch. Hey, did we talk about Reggie Bush in here yet? No. Okay, this is crazy. So, legendary college football running back Reggie Bush has lawyered up. And he's filed a defamation case against NCAA as of yesterday, stemming from a July 2021 statement. So this from his lawyers, the lawsuit is based on the NCAA maliciously attacking his character through a completely false and highly offensive statement that was widely reported in the media and substantially and irreparably damaged his reputation. The statement goes on to say... Specifically on July 28th of 2021, the NCAA falsely told reporters that because of Mr. Bush's prior involvement in pay-for-play arrangements, the NCAA would not consider restoring his collegiate records that it vacated in 2010, which subsequently resulted in Mr. Bush having to return his Heisman Trophy, the first player in history oh. to do so. Uh-huh. So he still doesn't have his Heisman. In fact, if you drive up the, the 5 freeway to the 405, I, I can't remember if it's on the 5 or the 405. You see that sign, that I billboard. I saw that. It says, give Reggie's Heisman back in yes. huge, bold font. Wow. So the, I don't know who bought that, by the way, but it's been up for months and months and months and months. So Reggie still doesn't have his Heisman, and now he's suing the NCAA because back in 2021, they released this statement. And I mean, I'm guessing, I don't know the details of the lawsuit, but this could be for tens of millions of dollars. I mean, it could be, you know, pain and suffering, whatever mental anguish, but also loss of perceived potential revenue for Reggie Bush because he's being he's being defamed as a lesser player than he actually was. I just the one thing about this whole thing is because he broke rules, right? While he was under contract. But since then, those rules have like gone away. So they don't really apply to players now. And he essentially lost his Heisman for doing things that people can do now, no problem. But it's like, but that was part of your contract back then. You still broke the rule. So it's just, I'm I'm very conflicted in the little I know about this case. Right. So the way it worked out, a lot of people have a lot of misconceptions. And it's like, there's so many different legs to this thing. But essentially, he had a step-in-law who did some things that were, you know, aside from the uh, from the normal procedures in NCAA code of conduct. And at least the facts are Reggie had nothing to do with it. Okay, then. Right? You know, but there's a lot of people who assume like, okay, well, you know, they bought, USC bought his family a house and he got this flashy car and all these things. And a lot of that has been proven true over the years. So there's, there's like, there's all these rule changes now, like you said, that make it so that Reggie probably should have all of his records restored and have the Heisman back, but Ben CAA is still lording this over his head. He should absolutely have his Heisman back. And by the way, while we're on the subject, Pete Rose should be put into the Hall of Fame for baseball. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Pete Rose to Cooperstown, that is a travesty. KGB Mornings with Sarah Boyer and Clint, and now it's time to do what some say is the impossible. <laughs> to beat the man himself, Boyer. Yeah! And if you do, 
You'll score those one-day Power Trip Music Festival tickets. But Sarah, how does Beat Boyer work? All right. Earlier this morning, I asked Boyer five random trivia questions. I recorded his answers. So now we're going to go to Chantel in Hamul. We're going to ask Chantel the exact same questions, get her answers, and then we will compare to see who got more if they tie. Oh, we have a tiebreaker ready to go. All right. Chantel in Hamul, are you ready to beat Boyer? Ready. Okay, here we go. Question one. Which KGB artist sings 18 and Life? Um, I have no idea. Just yes, answer yes. anybody. Five, four, three, two. I don't know. Okay. All right. Let's go to question two. Which mammal is known to have the most powerful bite in the world? Shark. Okay. What sport does the Savannah Banana play? Uh, flute. <laughs> flute, okay. <laughs> how, how many... <laughs> Do not laugh. You don't know that's wrong. That's true. No, I, I, I mean, whatever. Could be skin flute. Who knows? How many songs could the first iPod hold? hundred. Okay, you said a hundred? Yes. Okay. What country borders the north of Spain? Mm. Five. Name a country. Four. Any Europe? Three. Country? Two. England. Right. I don't know. At least you answered. Yeah, That's all right. Hold answer. on, okay? We're going to see if you can beat Boyer. Now we're going to get his answers. Yes, here we go. He was he was asked these questions earlier by Sarah. Which KGB artist sings 18 in life? His answer is? Uh, Warrant. How dare yeah. you, sir? The hell just happened? Get off this station. <laughs> uh, the answer is Skid Row. Uh-huh. All and right. um, Chantel didn't get an answer on that one. So, so far, zero, zero. Okay. Which mammal is known to have the most powerful bite in the world, Boyer said? The rhinoceros. Mm. Oh, no. So close. And Chantel said shark, and that is not the answer. Oh, no. It's a hippo. Oh, God. <laughs> They're hungry, hungry hippos. Ah. All right. What sport does the Savannah Banana play? Boyer said... Uh, baseball. Uh, and poorly. That is right. Thank not, you. Not the flute or the skin flute. <laughs> Chantel. All right. We are 1-0 going into the fourth question. Oh, yeah. How many songs could the first iPod hold? Boyer said... 200. Hmm. Chantel said 100. No, that's not right either. It was a thousand. Oh, no, I was closer. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> Horseshoes and hand grenades. It's the only time you can come close and still win. All right. All right. Question we're going into five. the final question here. Boyer has one. Chantel has zero. So she has to get this one right to, to, to have a chance. All right. The question is, what country borders the north of Spain? Boyer answered. Uh, the north of Spain is bordered by uh, Portugal. Mm. What? Not, and Chantel guessed England, and that is not right. Is this eight weeks in a row for this man? Either the answer is France, which Ah. means, oh (laughs) my Ah. gosh, for the eighth week in a row, nobody beat Boyer. Chantel, you're a loser. Sarah is our secret weapon. She makes Boyer and Clint look good, even for a couple of pasty white guys. KGB Mornings with Sarah, Boyer, and Clint. On 101.5 KGB. 
All right, you guys, something just happened to my husband, Chip, that was one of the most painful things he's ever experienced. So I'm going to walk you boys down memory lane and hear about the most painful things that ever happened to you next on the KGB. KGB Mornings with Sarah Boyer and Clint. You can stream us live on 101KGB.com and the iHeartRadio app. And you know what, Sarah? I think the most painful thing that's ever happened to me is seeing Boyer win beat Boyer for, what is it, eight weeks in a row? It really does hurt. God. We feel the listener's pain. Well, you know what? Speaking of painful things, okay, so my husband, Chip, uh, had to miss work on Monday because he was working over the weekend and got a piece of metal stuck in his cornea. Oh, no. And he was oh wearing gla- he was wearing sunglasses. He was outside, and a, just a gust of wind blew these shards of metals he was wearing, one right in his cornea. So he had to go to the doctor, and he had to get it removed. While it was in his eye, he couldn't sleep, close his eyes, opening his eyes hurt, shutting his eyes hurt. It was one of the most painful things ever. And he actually, while they were digging it out, he almost passed out. And the doctor, the doctor was like, wait, what? Like, you've had LASIK before. You've had these things. Like, okay, I, whatever. You know, she was kind of scared, but, or shocked that he almost passed out from it. But it was one of the worst things ever. And it made me think of one of the worst pains I've ever felt in my life was I've had three C-sections and it was not when they cut into me that hurt at all. Right. It was later, which I had no idea about. When they sew you back up, I guess you get air bubbles trapped in your body. Uh-oh. And so literally the next day, 24 hours later, at some point I would sit up in my bed and the bubble would travel up to my collarbone oh, and all of a sudden God. you would, I had a pain in my collarbone that caused me to scream out and it happened every single time and I knew it was coming and you can't avoid it. It was the worst pain in my life. I have heard of this kind of pain before, but I'm going to tell you, Sarah, I don't think it's anything like back in my old morning show days in the early 2000s. I used to do a thing called Truth or Dare Thursday and a listener dared me to put cayenne pepper on my nizzuts and then do jumping jacks and start sweating. Well, I was an idiot. Let me tell you. I thought... Oh, your skin. I'm not going to feel it. It's on my skin. Forgetting that the skin is the biggest organ in your body and soaks everything in. Well, when I started sweating with jumping jacks and running up and down the hall, my nads burned like, I mean, fire from 8 a.m. until 4 p.m. that afternoon. I had to get, in fact, Abramowitz, Abramowitz came down the hall and goes, hey, bud, what's wrong? I said, I can't. I'm burning. He went up to 7-Eleven up the hill and got me two yogurts. And he says, here, the culture in this will help the burn. It probably milded out maybe by about 30%. Still burned till 4 p.m. You literally deserve the name Numbuts for that, you moron. Oh, my gosh. You know, radio kind of is uh, not TV, so you could have used any other thing and gotten away with it. I will tell you. The, someone suggested that, and I said, you know what? There is just no way I want to fake it. We, I don't like to fake bits. I know you don't like to fake bits, so I didn't fake it, but if I were smarter, I would have. You want, you want to fake it? Sometimes, Clint, you got to fake it. <laughs> <laughs> KGB Mornings with Sarah Boyer and Clint talking about some of the most painful things in your life. We have Terry on the line. Terry, what is your story? My story is uh, uh, post-hemorrhoidectomy. Uh, the first time I took a poop after I had my hemorrhoid took it out, I thought I was going to pass out and fall off the toilet. Okay. I'm not kidding. Terry, I never had a hemorrhoidectomy, but I did have hemorrhoids a while back. I know exactly. It feels like someone took a blowtorch up there. I feel your pain, man. <laughs> it was bad. Well, we're glad I've you're had better. i some pain in my life. But nothing like that. All right, brother. Nothing thank you for like calling, that. Terry. <laughs> May your butt be well. 
KGB Mornings with Sarah Boyer and Clint talking about the most painful things that we've had happen to us in our lives. Honestly, hearing some of these stories, they are brutal. So <laughs> we've got Tony. Tony, you've got a story for us. Yes, I do. All right, let's hear it. Uh, I got pink eye and it, it crystallized. Uh, what? So they basically have to scrape off all of the crystals off of your retina and uh, it's they can only give you so many drops of these painkillers, and uh, it just is brutal. Oh, that's caused by poo. Also had uh, kidney stones twice. <laughs> oh, that might be worse. I've heard kidney stones are the worst thing on the planet. You know, they, they're they pretty bad. I'll tell you, that's a, a, a equivalent to uh, pregnancy, I've heard. Well, careful. <laughs> we all looked careful. right at Sarah in the studio. <laughs> oh, man. Well, listen, Tony, thank you very much. All right, we are going to Charlie. Uh, Charlie, what's going on? What's your story, man? The most painful thing that's hey, happened to you? Uh, I was um, taking a walk in uh, my backyard. We had a big piece of property, and I stepped on a, 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 a branch. It was a, from an old charred charred bush from the 07 fires. It was a long time ago, and uh, this, uh, this stick, the branch went straight up into my through my my shoe, straight into my foot. So I I pulled it out, thinking I'm okay. It hurt, and about a week later. I got a red line going up my leg, and I'm like, what's going on? Oh, that's blood poisoning. And, what, what's that? That's blood poisoning. Yeah, blood, I, that's, what, that's, what I, that's what I discovered. And so within the hour, it was rapidly going towards my heart. So within the hour, I'm <gasps> starting to convulse. And they, so they took me to the hospital, and I got one nurse on, on my right arm putting an IV, a doctor at my foot, cutting me open, no anesthetic. And another dog, and another what? nurse holding me down. What? And I was like, okay. Once that was all done, I'm like, that's the worst, right? She looked. The doctor looked me dead in the face with a needle and said, "This is your numbing. Imagine your foot on fire." Oh, dude. <laughs> you know what? We feel your pain. Oh my God. Now we're going to Randy with your worst pain in your life. What is it, man? Oh my gosh. Okay. You know how they always ask you when you go into the doctor's office, "What's your pain level on this? One to 10 Mm-hmm. Who the heck knows what 10 is, honestly? I agree. I do from this. Oh, no. So we're the listeners from Tennessee now, and when we were getting ready to move from Mount Helix to here, I was up on the roof, and on my way back down, it's not very tall, like seven feet. I'm stepping down the extension ladder, and the ladder slipped, oh. and I fell and landed on my right side, and I, the ultimately, I broke seven ribs. Oh, Jesus. But... <laughs> That was a true 911 call. I mean, I had to call for paramedics and stuff, and they get there, and it's we lived in the same fire department that my wife worked in, district. And so they get there, and they're saying, hey, your wife pushed off your ladder and stuff like that. Just not guess <laughs> stuff like that, if that's really what happened and stuff. So, but it was incredibly wow. painful, and I spent seven days in the trauma unit at Sharp Memorial. Oh, my God. And those people were absolutely fantastic there. This was during COVID, so nobody could come visit. And I gained five pounds. The food was so good. Oh, <laughs> you know what, Randy? I don't mean but to anyway. rib you, but stay off of ladders, would you? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, that was awesome. Yeah. Talk show. about painful. <laughs> for women who are nursing, pregnant, or may become pregnant. And probably not that great for anyone else either. 101.5. KGB. This email just came in, KGB Mornings at 101KGB.com. We were talking about the worst injuries we've ever had. Becky says, a horse stepped on my pinky toe and wouldn't get 
off. There's nothing like begging to every god and devil you can think of to either save you or just kill me now. San Diego's Classic Rock 101.5 KGB, and you can go fishing with Boyer. We do it on Fridays. We fish on the Daily Double, take the 3 p.m. boat out of the Point Loma Sport Fishing Landing. I get to bring five guests every week. I would love you to be one of them. You can find all the information on how you can fish with me and the KGB at freefishingfriday.com. And you can see the rock that Boyer fought for hours to reel in on that Daily Devil. It's on Instagram at KGB Mornings. Just click on our story. And we've got Big Rich in studio. San Diego Sports 760. Big Rich TD and Fletch is the show down the hall that he's from, but he is here to talk sports. Yeah, so... um Tua Tungavailoa, a lot of people know him from his time at Alabama. He's obviously the starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins now. Got into a little bit of a verbal spat. So there's a television analyst who is a buddy of mine. His name's Ryan Clark. He's been on ESPN for a long time, also a former player. Uh, Played a long time in the NFL with the Steelers, other teams. He was pretty critical about Tua's physique. He just kind of talked about, you know, the fact that everybody's talking about how strong he looks. He was like, you know, he had a lot to say. (laughs) So then Tua hears this, right? You know, obviously you have rabbit ears when you're the starting quarterback. Press is talking about you constantly, and this got to him. And so when he opened up to the media and people asked him questions about this, here's how he responded to Ryan Clark talking about his physique. Like, my background is, like, I, I come from a Samoan family, like, Respect is everything, but, you know, it does get to a point where, hey, you know, a little easy on that, buddy, because, you know, we, I, I think we're, we're pretty tough-minded people, and uh, if we need to get scrappy, we can get scrappy, too. I was wondering if he was going to go there. I could tell he wants to just whip his ass. He does. I mean, he's talking about five, like fighting this man. I mean, you don't hear stuff like that. I'm becoming more of a Tua Tunga Vailoa fan by the day. I love it. Just be real, dude. And yeah. he was trying to be polite, saying, you know, I was like, I'm going to say this, but I'm going to like try and be cool before I say this. I love how yeah. he was like, listen, I respect it. I'm Samoan. <laughs> We all know what that means. I'm about to lay a can of whoop ass on you if you keep talking some mess. I loved it. I I think, like I said, I'm becoming more of a Tua fan. This is a guy who was contemplating retirement at the end of last season because he had two concussions in consecutive games, a Thursday nighter and then the next Sunday, where he was like out on his feet. He continued playing. It was a bad deal. Anyways, um, he considered retirement this offseason, came back. And the Miami Dolphins have a super, super strong offense. So really interested to see how they perform in the AFC this year. Hey, earlier, Richie, we're talking about, uh, I brought up Pete Rose and the Hall of Fame, you know, baseball player, how he's been uh, banned for life and all that. For anybody who doesn't know what's going on with that, with Pete Rose, please explain. Okay, so so this was, we were talking about Reggie Bush, right? The Heisman Trust is withholding his Heisman Trophy, which he rightfully earned. Um, at USC, and then NCAA has all these sanctions that vacate all these titles and all these records that he has. And so we just got down that path, and Pete Rose is another example of how a player, based on things that happened outside of the sport, can influence his standing in terms of his legacy. So same way the Heisman Trust is keeping the Heisman away from Reggie, Pete Rose is not allowing it in Cooperstown, in the Hall of Fame, even though he has more hits than anybody who's ever played the sport of baseball. And the reason is because when he became a manager, they found out through an investigation, I believe it was called the Dowd Report, 
It was the first major MLB investigation where they had like outside objective people looking in on something. They investigated his gambling. So what he was doing was he was betting on his team to win, only to win. Oh. I can see if it was to lose. But if it's to win, he's going to try his hardest anyway. So that's where I have the problem. Yeah, yeah. So um, he was, as a manager, there were days where he'd bet on his team and bet a lot of money, like $10,000 a day. Like he was a big time gambler. But he was betting on himself for his team to win. And then there were times where, you know, he would just not bet. And he swears he never bet against the team he was playing for. They never found it. But to this day, he's not in the Hall of Fame in Cooperstown. I met Pete Rose in a Las Vegas shopping mall. No kidding. One day he was signing autographs. I leaned over to him and I said, Pete, respectfully, you should be in. And he looked at me and he goes, thank you. And that's my 15 seconds of fame with Pete. (laughs) Well, it is a day that people are celebrating nationwide, not just Euclid August and not just Big Rich, but even Anna with the big vagina, (laughs) who now lives on a farm in Washington, texted me and she is all about PSL Day, Pumpkin Spice Latte Day. So we'll get into new things on the menu and some local favorites right after Van Halen on the KGB. Coming up at 9 o'clock, you're going to hear your keyword to text to 200-200. When you do, you're going for a trip for two to our 2023 iHeartRadio Music Festival VIP style. It is a day that the nation celebrates. My friend, including you, Clint August, it is PSL Day. You are my friend this morning, bringing me in that pumpkin latte. Pumpkin spice latte. Whatever, it was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I remember you and Rich being self-proclaimed basic bees. When That's it comes right. to this pumpkin spice, you count down the days. So it's here. You can go to Starbucks this morning on your way to work and grab that. Or in your, you know, when, when three o'clock hits and you need that pick me up because that is the worst part of the day. They also have some new uh, drinks this year to add to their menu. How does an iced pumpkin cream chai latte, chai tea latte that is sound? Jesus. Too much going on there. No, dude. I already love chai lattes, but you add some pumpkin in there and it's gorgeous. Did you ever try... There, I forget what they called it, but it was like an apple, uh, an apple crisp oat milk drink last year. No. Okay, it was really it was a it was a big hit. So now they're mixing it up a little bit, and they're gonna have an iced apple crisp oat milk shaken espresso this year. Dang it! I'm gonna gain more weight. They're also bringing back. Now listen, I um, pumpkin spice latte is not my thing, but this was my thing. The pumpkin cream cold brew, they are bringing that back as well. That is my favorite. That's my jam. Okay, I'm going to tell you right now. Coffee Corner in Santee, I've been talking about them for years. I start most of my ride clubs there. They have a pumpkin cold brew that you can add stuff to. He can make you a latte, whatever. But this is, in and of itself, the smoothest, best cold brew I've ever had. Well, now you need to bring me one because I'm not driving there today. So maybe you make a special stop for me and bring it in. So he's only open till 10 a.m. right now. He's going to okay. expand his hours. Okay. So what I'll do is I'll get him to come in at 3.30 in the morning one morning, and then I'll bring you <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and also, they have a new food item this year. It is a baked apple croissant. As the, an, as the annoying people say, baked apple croissant. That's not at all locations, but it is at most. 
Um, well, speaking of local things, actually, I'm going to the French oven today. Oh, Our friend Eves, Eves yeah. has the best croissants in the world, and I need to get some for my friend today. So I'm going to go there and try I'm his your friend. croissant. <laughs> I'm your friend. Those Hello, friends. Remember uh-huh. the almond, the slivered almonds on top of the ones that he brought? Yes. Oh, my lanta. And listen to this. Sorry, San Diegans, this is not for us, but if you are listening to us in either New York, Chicago, or Seattle, at the Starbucks Reserve stores, uh, the Reserve Roasteries there... They're selling pumpkin spice espresso martinis this year. Now, why in the hell would you... It's like a prom date. You just teased me. I know. I know. That's what I'm good at. No need to fake that smile. Good morning. When you've been listening to Sarah, Boyer, and Clint. Good morning. On 101.5 KGB. KGB. KGB Mornings, 101.5 KGB. That is Sarah Boyer and Clint. Coming up at 9 o'clock, you have your keyword to text into 200-200 and try and score yourself a trip for two VIP style to our 2023 iHeartRadio Music Festival. Hmm. Okay, so coming up in the news, um, there is, you know how like you go through TSA and there's certain things you know you can't bring? Like weapons and... Big bottles of wa- uh, water or whiskey, that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. And it's, you know, liquids and that. But it's always it's always those little things, like the stupid cream cheese I got confiscated from taking, oh. whatever, that they, that they take. So I'm like, what deal is cream cheese? Well, someone got a weapon onto a plane and on a uh, American Airlines plane, actually. And... Um, it's something that you carry often with you, Chris Boyer, so okay. we'll get into that. Uh, there is a new baby giraffe getting some love in the news right now because it is the first time a giraffe has been born like this since the 70s. So you tell, we'll tell you why this is a very special giraffe. And then yesterday I was at the Padres game and thank God I did not see this here. But there is apparently a new trend involving hot dogs people are sucking on in a certain way. So that is coming up in the crack pot okay. news next. Well, hold on. Is there another trend going on that people have not tried the peanuts with shells on them before? Because yesterday I know a girl who had never had one before and I saw the video. You were chewing on the shell. I was oh my God. copying Ben Fletcher over at SD Sports with Big Rich TD and Fletch. I've never in my life had a peanut that did not come out of a jar or that was like in a bowl. You know, like the Mr. Peanuts. Oh my God. They're shelled. They're ready to go. Be careful. Say Mr. Peanuts. And so he handed me a, like a peanut out of the ground. Yeah. You know, the way they come out of shell. (laughs) In what world would I have ever eaten that? So he wanted to give me um, a little tutorial on how to eat it. And he put the thing in his mouth, but you don't see in the video at KGB, KGB mornings on Instagram and Facebook. Is him doing the same thing. He put the shell in his mouth and he bit it. So I followed. But the point was, he didn't actually bite it off. He just cracked it. And so I was copying him because he was showing me what to do. And it's a whole big mess. And anyways, I don't recommend eating the shell. But getting in there was good. Absolutely wonderful. Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> this is round two of Sarah's Crackpot News on the 101.5 KGB. Followed by the final round in the news quiz. And you're going for dinner and a movie. So pay attention. I was just talking about how we get annoyed when TSA makes us throw away liquids or makeup, even cream cheese. I didn't realize cream cheese was a threat. It's dangerous. But apparently it is. I know there's a reason for that stuff. But anyways, um, what I do know is that pepper spray is not allowed on planes for a very specific reason. 
Like this American Airlines flight that made an emergency landing on Sunday after a passenger gassed the entire cabin. Oh, God. With pepper spray. <laughs> Passengers started coughing and complaining their eyes were burning and they couldn't see. So the flight crew was like, what is going on? What happened? And a woman was like, oh, that was me. I'm so sorry. It was an accident. I... I mistook it for hand lotion. Oh, what? What? Well, the other passengers were like, uh, no, you did not. You did that on purpose. She, They say she was fighting with a family across the aisle, and so she busted it out oh, on purpose and did it. So God. that has not been proven yet. Luckily, everyone will be okay. The woman and her family were escorted off the plane, so the FAA is currently investigating. Now imagine that gets into the pilot's eyes. And imagine what can go wrong there. All of it. Totally. Everything right? could go wrong. Exactly. Oh I'm already a horrible flyer. Don't tell us things like this. Mm-hmm. Hey, Boyer. Yeah. What do you call a giraffe without any spots? Uh, it doesn't matter. He won't come anyway. Wait, no, what? No, just rare. <laughs> oh. There's no, he's, oh, just, okay. he's just rare. Just a rare giraffe with no spots was, in fact, born in Nashville, Tennessee. It's the first known giraffe with no spots since the 70s. It may be the only one in the world right now. So here are some of the zookeepers talking about the newborn. From day one, we've been in contact with zoo professionals all over the country. Hey, have you seen this? What's your thoughts? And nobody's seen it. It's better she's born in captivity. In the wild, they use those spots for camouflage. By being solid colored, she may not be able to hide quite as well. So, I've seen a picture yeah. of this giraffe. It's so cute. Isn't it the cutest? So cute. It's just so adorable. <laughs> it is. Actually, I'm not kidding. I called my buddy Mike in Normandy, Tennessee yesterday when I saw this. And I go, dude, yes. I'm coming out to do the distilleries, and now I want to see that giraffe. Oh, my gosh. You have to go. <laughs> Seriously. I'm going to have such FOMO, Clyde. I'll get pictures. <laughs> All right, we are going to take a quick time out right after Twisted Sister. We'll be back to wrap up the news with tickets to dinner and a movie for you. It is time for your final news report on the 101.5 KGB Mornings with Sarah Boyer and Clint. Followed by the news quiz, call us 888-570-1015. Because if you get the question right from Sarah in just a couple of minutes here, you might score dinner and a movie. Okay, I'm noticing something happening right now, a new trend you could call it. Uh People in Hollywood or just in the industry, whatever it is, starting to be brave enough to now stand up against cancel culture. Okay, that's amazing. So Jennifer Aniston is the latest, and she says she would like to cancel cancel culture. And just by that statement alone, I'd vote for her for president. Jen says, I am so over cancel culture. I probably just got canceled by saying that, but I just don't understand what it means. Is there no redemption I don't know. I don't put everybody in the Harvey Weinstein basket. Now, on Monday or Tuesday, I was just telling you, I think Tuesday, about how the new app Yodo omitted Queen's song, Fat Bottom Girls. Which bothers me. And it bothered people in the music industry who straight up said, screw this. This is dumb that you're canceling this. We need more people now. You know what? People are going to download it more than ever now. Like, we're over this already. This is pointless. Yeah. So they did that. She's doing this. So I say keep it going. The pendulum is finally starting to swing in the other direction as it needs to and should have a long time ago. I hope so. It's like when you take a vote of 10 people, right? You have friends. What do you want to play? Baseball or you want to play kickball? And nine of them say, let's play kickball. One says baseball. And now you go, oh, well, okay, because Timmy, the, the only one wants to play baseball, we're going to play that. Yeah. That's kind of what it's like. And I don't think Jen's going to get canceled for saying that. I hope more follow her lead. Not with those lips. <laughs> I'm talking about the ones on her face. Don't even, don't even, don't give me the look.
Okay, remember last year? <laughs> I don't even have to say that. Remember last year, a guy at Yankees. A Yankees game went viral. Did you, did you see this? We talked about it, Boyer. I think you remember this. He poked a hole through a hot dog and used it as a straw to drink yeah. his beer. Yeah, I do. People were divided. Is that brilliant or is it just gross? Meanwhile, the folks at Oscar Mayer were taking notes and they're now making actual hot dog straws <laughs> in <laughs> tribute. They're giving away a limited number of these online at OscarMeyer.com. And it says if they're out, try again tomorrow. They'll restock. So apparently... They think people will want this, but to be clear, it's not a real hot dog. It's just made of soft silicone and looks just like a hot dog. So there's your silicone wiener to bust out of the Padres game next time you want people to stare at you. Oh, no. People will eat those. No, they I'm really will. people will eat I'm them. sure you're yeah. right. <laughs> it is all a choking hazard. All right, that is a wrap, my friends, on the news. So let's do a news quiz for tickets to dinner and a movie, 888-570-1015. KGB, good morning. Would you like to take the news quiz? I'm going to say that's a Strike one. no. KGB, good morning. Would you like to take the news quiz? Yes. All right. What animal does Clint want to go see at the Nashville Zoo? I didn't hear that part. Oh, oh. talked about it. How could All you right. miss it? It was Strike two. So one more. Here we go. Cute. KGB, good morning. Would you like to take the news quiz? Yes. Okay. What animal does Clint want to go see at the Nashville Zoo? Hippopotamus? <laughs> uh, is that a fat joke? He is that a fat that. joke? <laughs> no, the baby giraffe. No spots, you guys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Clint wants to go see the, the baby hippo. <laughs> San Diego's classic rock, 101.5 KGB. Mornings with Sarah Boyer and Clint. And tomorrow we are going to have another couple of pairs of Power Trip Music Festival tickets we're going to have them at 8.05. And then for the news quiz, it's going to be a big one, Sarah. Another pair of those Power Trip tickets. Yep, you're winning every hour. We, between 6 a.m. and 10 a.m., we have dinner and a movie. We also have Happy Hour Friday tomorrow. And uh, we're going to introduce a new game. And it's going to put Clint August going head-to-head with one of his boys tomorrow. So this will be exciting. Well. Maybe for him. I'm sure he's going to win. It's going to be Dylan, I think, on this one. Anyway, you have a great rest of your day. By the way, you do have another keyword at 1 o'clock with Allie and 5 o'clock with Travis. I'll give you this one for the 10 o'clock hour. you got to get it in now, though. Vegas, V-E-G-A-S. You're going for a VIP trip for two to our 2023 iHeartRadio Music Festival. You can text that to 200-200. Good luck on that. Allie is up next, and if you have ever served this country, past, present, men, women, every branch, we love you. We appreciate you, thank you, and God bless you and your families for your tremendous sacrifice.